Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Rachel Unpacked. I'm your host, Rachel Medina, and I am going to dive right in today um, to talk about Triumph. Um, I, If you're watching on YouTube, you um, might notice that I'm wearing a um, sweatshirt in black, of course, because I'm forever wearing black, um, that says Triumph across it. The funny thing about this sweatshirt is that because my arms, the way um, it hugs me, um, people think that it says Trump, <laughs> even though it's black and gray. Uh, it's kind of like in those Raiders colors. Um, people genuinely think it says Trump and and that could be a good thing or it has sometimes been a bad thing, depending on where I am and what the people in the area are into. Right. So, you know me, I try not to get too political. Actually, I don't get political at all on this show. And that would probably be a whole other different podcast series if I was to do that. So let's talk about Triumph. Um, first and foremost, you know, just a reminder that a lot of what I tend to unpack on this show, um, I do so not only from bringing forward the things that I have experienced in my life and that I've overcome, but really from a place of, uh, you know, having a Christian view. Um, if you've listened to my earlier podcast, I share a story where I had something really profound happen in my life, um, a very profound spiritual experience that happened in my life that really caused me to change. Um, that's just the simplest way to put it. I mean, just absolute change um, occurred in my life. And so with that being said, um, I'm coming to you with these views um, from those per- from those lenses, okay? So triumph. I know, especially now during the holidays, it is, um, I'm recording this in December, 2019, and it can definitely be a challenge for some people. Um, this is a time, especially thanks to social media, right? This is a time where if you are lacking in your life, that lack is amplified by the posts that other people make of their family outings, the shopping sprees that they're going on, the gifts that they're purchasing for their friends and family, um, you know, the big get togethers or, or, you know, friends, holiday parties and things like that that they're doing. And um, you might be sitting there and you can't even figure out how you're going to put gas in your car to go to work on Monday. And so um, if you're listening and you're in that situation or you've been in that situation, this podcast is for you. Um, You know, triumph is something that is really difficult to imagine when you're in a dark space. Um, And at the end of the day, you know, we have to then be called to have faith that things are going to turn out okay. You know, there is actually you know, a phrase in the Bible that says this and this too shall pass. Um, and you know what? It, it's absolutely true. Here's the thing. It's absolutely true. But then we look around, especially living in Southern California uh, or probably any part of California or any major city in the United States, you know, you, it's not hard to drive around your community and see the people who are homeless. Um, and it's really easy to be reminded of a few things, reminded that that is possible. You know, if you look at the news or you look at statistics and, you know, you see these stats that are just incredibly scary and staggering that, you know, 
most Americans are a paycheck or two away from homelessness. And, um, and you know, I would say that that is true. And I would say that that's true no matter how much money you make. Um, you know, someone, you know, could be making $35,000 a year and just getting by, but someone could be making $135,000 a year and just be, be getting by. So, you know, I wanted to talk to you about triumph and, and, and the triumph conversation is going to really tie in, um, closely to mindset, um, and spirit and, and um, and faith okay so when you're going through something incredibly dark um, let's not say dark okay let's pick financial okay so when you're going through a financial challenge I have absolutely positively been there and I've been there more than once and each time that I've been there I get so frustrated with myself because I say you should have learned this lesson before why are you here again but the truth is life happens the truth is things happen and the truth is in the moment when you do get a ray of sunshine on your life you know and you have more a little more money than usual the the natural thing to do is to want to go do something fantastic for yourself and for your family maybe it's taking the kids to the movies or you know to Disneyland or you know out to a nice dinner because you've been going so long without it so it's really easy to want to do that it's really natural to want to do that whether it's the right decision over time or not I don't know every situation is completely different but I know that I myself have been there. I used to have this kind of funny thing that I would say with my sons that, you know, um, you know, we can't go out there spending money that I don't have. And so, you know, then all of a sudden there was this time and and uh, where I had hit a real hard time in my life. I couldn't pay my light bill. I couldn't pay, you know, the water bill or, you know, for food or anything. Um, and, you know, then all of a sudden I had a little bit of money. And I remember my youngest son um, saying, Mom, you want to go out there and spend money we don't have? And I was like, let's do it. And it was just this funny thing, you know, and I had like 40 bucks. And I took the boys and we went and got like... Um, some little, you know, some food and I forget what we went out and did, but you know, we walked around at like Best Buy and Barnes and Noble and just, you know, read through books and just hung out and, you know, stopped at Starbucks and just something that didn't really cost a lot of money at the time, but it was like an experience, right? And we went out there to quote unquote, spend money we didn't have and, and make these memories together because it was really, really tough. And so, you know, when we're talking about financial triumph and strife okay because it's the they're the two opposites i can tell you that no matter how broke you are right now that no matter how desolate your finances may seem i can tell you right now that in a month from now six months from now a year from now you could be in the complete opposite situation. You could actually be a millionaire. Um, you could be sitting with $100,000 in your bank account. You could be sitting with $5,000 in your bank Whatever it is, it, it could absolutely positively be the opposite of what you're experiencing right now. You just have to understand that that is a possibility, that that is the truth. And in being able to understand that, um, you know, there comes a bit of faith and not just a bit of faith, a lot of faith. And, you know, I used to read my Bible a lot when, when I wasn't able to pay the bills or go out with my friends and I would be making, I would make excuses as to why I couldn't join them on certain things and stuff like that. Cause I genuinely just couldn't afford it. I wasn't going to go spend, you know, 
for you know fifty dollars a hundred dollars on an outfit you know and then my entrance to the venue and you know gas and then pitching in for food or whatever the situation is it's going to be a three hundred dollar night and there's no way i could have done that there's no way i could have done that when i when i was struggling to feed my children so i stayed home a lot but you know every night when i'd go to bed it was like oh my gosh i just really took the time to surrender you know, my situation to God and I would pray and, and I would just say, this is this problem. I know that you've already solved it. You know, I know that you've already, you fixed it, you fixed it, but I, but because I don't know how you, you've done it and I don't know when it, it's going to arrive or when this, you know, I'm going to be saved here. Um, I'm scared. You know, I'm scared for me. I'm scared for my kids. I'm, I'm just scared. And, um, you know, I don't want to be homeless. I don't want to be hungry. And not even really focusing on, on what I don't want to be, but more focusing on what I do want to be. And I'll talk about that in a little, in just a little bit. But, you know, um, it's really important to understand and to believe and to know in your heart of hearts with all your, with all your being and all yourself that whatever it is that you're struggling through today, let's just say financially, it can be the absolute opposite very short. Um, uh, there was this, there was this, um, this line in the Bible. So just so you guys understand how I read my Bible, um, I, for years now is I pray on it, you know, I hold it and I pray on it and then I open it up and then there'll be like a verse there or a paragraph that my eyes land on. And it almost always pertains to my situation. And so I get like a highlighter and I go in and I like highlight it in pink, you know? And, um, and then what happens is, you know, every day, you know, I'll, I'll do the same thing. And sometimes it falls right back on that same thing. It's like a reminder that up, oh, you know, the promise is made, you know, God's made the promise. You just got to believe that he's going to come through with it. And, um, you know, keep in mind that I wasn't always religious or the spiritual or anything like that. It's just that amazing, profound things have happened in my life that make his existence and, and the miracles in my life absolutely undeniable. Okay. This is absolutely undeniable. This isn't how I was raised or anything, okay? This is just because I've had absolutely undeniable proof in my life. But I can tell you the proof kind of first came with faith. It wasn't like I prayed, God, show me that you exist. You know, you can't, that's, that's not the way to go. You know, I genuinely had to just surrender, surrender, and then just believe and just pray and understand that I don't understand. I had to accept that I don't have all the answers and I had to let go of the how. So that was a really big thing. You know, I was always stuck on yeah, I really want this and this in my life and I really want to get out of the situation. But I couldn't, if I couldn't see the how I was going to do that, the how, like the way I was going to do that, I didn't or couldn't believe that it was possible to fix it. So let me repeat that again. So if you're a person who is looking, even if you're making vision boards or however you set your goals or, you know, the you, you might be in a pit right now financially, feeling hopeless, if your goal, your end goal, oh gosh, how can I say this? Oh my goodness. If you are focused on how, then you've already lost in a lot of ways. You have to surrender the how because see, you have to understand that 
that God's way of doing things is, oh my gosh, I mean, he can move people around that you haven't even met yet and draw them to you to all of a sudden make a miracle happen in your life. That is something that's happened to me a few times. Um, and I've heard others tell stories like this. So you have to let go of the how. That was my hardest thing. Even with my businesses, um, you know, I have this one business and it's a home improvement based company. It's a marketing company. And we did very, very well. Like it, it launched and, you know, it was hard and, you know, we had a team and, and it was like, oh my gosh. And then, and then all of a sudden it was like, we had these huge numbers and it didn't mean that we were rich, you know, it just meant the company was doing really, really well. And instead of me giving glory to God and me saying, oh my gosh, you know, that was a miracle. This is a miracle. This is a blessing. I was like, let me tell you how I did that. <laughs> I was like, focus on the how. And then the next year, if I did it, you know, last year, I could do it again. And not really I, I'm not really an I person. I'm more of a we person because I, oh my gosh, I, I really love my team. And without them, I can't even accomplish a fraction of what I've been able to. But I will tell you that I was then like, if, you know, we did this much last year and the year before, then maybe if I do this, 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 we could do this. And, and then it didn't happen. And, and honestly, we just started losing money after that. And let me tell you that when you're stuck in a glorious place, not stuck in a glory, when, you, when the light is shining on you, give thanks to God. But when you're in the darkness and you're stuck, understand that you can be delivered. Understand that you have to surrender though, okay? Because if you're just thinking about the how, like the way you can solve it. Keep in mind that the way you can solve th things is so small in comparison to how he can solve things. And so even when you're putting together your vision boards, like I mentioned earlier, you know, or you're trying to, to set goals for yourself, you almost have to let go of the how. I mean, you want to be realistic as far as, you know, if you want to live in a, in a multi-million dollar house or in a million dollar house, you know, you want to make sure that you're in a line of work or something that could afford that or that you started some kind of business that gives you the opportunity to actually accomplish something like that. But be, but outside of that, outside of that, the actual details, let them go, let them go because you have to surrender the how and you have to surrender and be humbled in the fact that you are not the one. <laughs> You're not the one doing all that, right? You have to be humbled and admitting to yourself that God is the one that does it. That every, every meal, every bite you take, he fed you. Every dollar that comes into your life, he provided for you right? Every stitch of clothing, every blanket that you have on your bed, every, the bed that you sleep on, the roof over your head, every single thing, you have to shift your thinking and you have to look at that and say, he provided it for me. As soon as you go into a mindset like I, I did and so many people do of like, well, you know, I do this for a living and, you know, I sold this, you know, this many ads or, you know, I own these companies and that's why I have all of this. It's like, oh my gosh, shame on us, right? And so speaking to the people that are in the financial strife mode right now, it's a temporary phase, okay? For sure, for sure, for sure, it's a temporary phase. Now, I don't know everybody's situation, but I know that I've been in an absolute positively hopeless situation where it was evident to me 
based on my understanding, okay, that the situation was impossible, like absolutely impossible to the point where I was Googling like tent cities um, for families. I mean, for some of you that that know me very well that are listening to this, you're going to be shocked. But I mean, I went that far because we were thinking we don't want to impose certain family members. I was even thinking my boys could maybe stay, you know, here and here and then I could stay here because who could take all three of us? And um, let me tell you, my sons were like, nope, wherever you go, we go. And if that's to a tent city, then that's to a tent city. Like it was, it was to that extent. Okay. So when I say to you that I was in a place, a very hopeless place, I mean it. Okay. This isn't just for show. So in being in that place, you know, once I learned to surrender, once I learned to just fall to my knees and put my hands together and pray and, and, and just surrender, suddenly a way was made various ways were made, whether it was my brother-in-law popping in unannounced and like had a truck full of groceries or, you know, my church, you know, announcing, Hey, um, if you know a family in need, you know, we have someone here that will help pay their light bill. Um, gosh, I can't even tell you the ways. And then ultimately, because uh, at the time I was unemployed and then ultimately I ended up, you know, landing a job and I tell that story in another podcast, but, you know, and then it just absolutely saved us, um, you know, but sometimes when you're doing really, really well, um, you know, you forget the hard times, you know, you forget the hard times when you're doing really, really well. And uh, there's a couple phrases in the Bible that I absolutely came to love and 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 I feared them actually because during that time that I was really going through a difficult difficult financial time um, one of them was you know through the gold through the fire gold is tested in some Bibles it's like through the fire gold is formed or shaped uh, mine says through the fire gold is tested and I just kept thinking I'm gold, you know, God views me as gold and he's molding me, he's shaping me, he's humbling me, he is like teaching me a lesson, right? <laughs> Miss name brand, clothing, bags, shoes, mm-mm, mm-mm. This girl was being taught a lesson. And in another podcast, I talk about how I just don't even really wear those things anymore because what are they for? You know, to show other people that I have more than them? Like, what's the point, right? When I know that you can be real high one day and you could be down in the dumps the next day, like I for sure know that. And so, you know, if you are struggling today financially, surrender, surrender and let go of the how and understand that he's going to show you the how he's going to say, he's going to just open a door. You might get a piece of mail that says, Hey, you're pre-qualified, you know, for a $5,000 loan. All you need to do is fill out this form online and it's yours. Like, you know what? You do what you got to do. If you're a single mother and you guys are, or you're a father who's lost his job and can't provide for his family, you do what you have to do. Okay. And you just never know how the way is going to be made. You never know. And so you have to have faith, have faith that God will fix it. God faith, have faith that he already fixed it. He's already moving the things he's making a way. Believe it, believe it. And the way might not be 
the way you thought, of course, or the way you want it even. Um, but the way will be made if you humble yourself and you pray and you truly, truly find gratitude in the darkness. If you're sitting there and you are just feeling hopeless, look around because you are crying in a home. You are crying in an apartment or whatever. You have a roof over your head. You have a bed. You have food in the fridge. You know, you're crying with clothes on your back. You know, your kids are safe and alive and you're crying. So you got to shift that thinking and you got to be grateful. You got to be grateful. Your car has four tires and the tires have air in them. It has gas in the tank to get you where you're going or whatever it is, you know, and if you have to borrow, you know, borrow, you know, from people that you know and love. If you have to do it, you know, don't put any one person out. Just if you have to borrow 50 from this one and, you know, uh, 75 from that one, do what you have to do, but make sure that you're really diligent about paying those people back and about, you know, getting yourself up and out of the situation through your faith and through your steps and your effort and your focus and your dedication in order to pay those debts, you know, because you never know when you're going to need them again, right? You never know. You could be on top of cloud nine and just making a ton of money and then all of a sudden something could happen and then you lose it all again and you might have to turn to those people again. So they're more likely to help you again, you know, in the future if, you know, you pay them off. And also it's just good, great blessings and karma, right? So they may not be able to do it the second time, but another door will open or something like that. So again, try to think of triumph as you surrendering fully surrendering and humbling yourself and fully letting go of the how and understand that your plans for you are so much smaller than his plans for you. His plans for you are much, much greater than your own plans for yourself. And when you can start to understand that, your life is going to change. Not just this moment is going to change, but your life is going to change. You're going to get signs that you're going in the right direction. And I know that taking loans or borrowing money from people is so scary. Make sure that you're doing that because you know you're ready to go out there and get a second job or drive for Uber or, you know, deliver groceries or babysit. You know, maybe you can't leave your house and drive around. Offer, put flyers at your community mailbox that you'll babysit, you know, some kids and stuff like that, or that you'll, you'll just do do whatever you can to help others and then they'll give you money. Um, and, you know, I know that that's hard and we have our pride and stuff like that, but, you know, we can't be too good to provide. I know for me, I'm an entrepreneur and I've been an entrepreneur since 2015 and, and it's been a wonderful run, but I can tell you that things get really tough. And if I have to go get a job, I will go get a job and I'll do a fantastic job for whoever give, you know, hires me. I'm not going to sit there thinking, living in the past saying, Hey, you know what? Like I used to do so much, but I used to make all this money or I used to be, you know, this important or this powerful or whatever. And now I have to do this desk job. Like, no, you know, you have to be grateful that God made a way and the way might be that you have to go get a job. That just might be the way right? Uh, everybody's in a different situation, but I can tell you that you can triumph and you will see how the way is made. It is the most remarkable, amazing thing ever. You know, when you just humbly declare that you need help and you humbly declare that you surrender and that you are on bended knee and that you are ready to to just do it his way.
do this thing called life his way. Do run this business of yours his way. Build this career of yours his way. Work on your health his way. Raise your kids his way, right? Manage your marriage, operate in your marriage his way. There's so many things that we're doing our way. And then we wonder why we're just unhappy, unfulfilled. Things aren't working out for us. It's not what we expected. We have tons of disappointment because we're doing it our way, <laughs> right? And I know that this is super heavy on the religion and Christianity, but the truth is, is that a lot of people look at me and ask me how I'm doing it. A lot of people ask me how I overcame certain things. And I can't make up an answer that's different than the truth. At the end of the day, this is what I did. This is what I did when I couldn't pay my light bill and the water got turned off. This is what I continue to do because my, my business, our, the business that I have with my team, like I said, there's ups, 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 and then it was straight down and then to the side and to the left and to the right and all over the place, you know, like a crazy roller coaster. That's just how it is. And I have to constantly stand in faith. And when you stay in that place, it is it is glorious, but we forget, we all forget, right? As soon as that bank account is nice and full, you know, we're out there and we're spending money and we're doing all these things and we forget. It, it just, the problem seems so far away. It's like, the best way I can put it, ladies, if, you know, if you have been, a, if you're a mother and you gave birth, you could relate. Oh my gosh, those nine months, it's like, oh, some of it's great, right? Because you can kind of eat some stuff. <laughs> you give yourself permission to go ahead and eat and do these things. And, you know, and then you get to kind of be plumpy and it's okay. You know, where normally you'd probably be mortified. And But then you go into labor and then you give birth and you're in so much pain. And you probably tell yourself, oh my God, I'm never going to do you know what again. And I'm never going to do this again. And I mean, it's it's traumatic and horrific <laughs> giving birth as someone who did it twice oh my gosh you know the second time I was like how could you do this to yourself again you know but what the moment that's over and the moment that beautiful life is handed to you the moment that that blessing is handed to you suddenly it's over it's over you're not thinking like looking you're not looking at that baby that gift saying yeah, you know what I had to go through to bring you into this world? I mean, I don't. I hope you wouldn't do that anyways. But I know I didn't. And I know that within, you know, within days, I was just enthralled with the baby and caught up in the, in the hecticness of the sleepless nights and having to feed him and all that stuff. And you kind of forget the actual pain that made you go, oh my God, please help me, right? And what happens is I think that God gets maybe lonely or something. And I, I know lonely is the wrong word, but he gets concerned that we turn away from him and we forget about him. And so sometimes things have to happen in our lives to bring us back to him and to get us on bending knee and praying to him and begging to him, please, please, please. And so if we can find a way to stay constantly putting, leaving him in control, you've all heard the song, Jesus take the wheel and seen the memes, right? But if you can constantly live your life like that, I feel like he remains close and, 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 and he remains confident that you are keeping him close. And then it's like a steady flow, right? Of, of positive energy and blessings in your life where he's always providing for you and always making a way. And so, you know, I hope that when you hear this message, no matter what your religion is, no matter what your background is, you know, no matter who you pray to, you know, I believe that we do have one God and and I believe that, uh, you know, a lot of us, you know, um, follow Jesus. And so, you know, all of that is truly completely up to, up to you. You know, there's 
this thing that I've learned that just because you might not believe in him doesn't mean he doesn't believe in you. And so pray, pray the way you know how to pray and, and really surrender, you know, to the best of your ability. If you can fully surrender, you know, I feel like you're going to get through it. And you know what, this holiday season, if you're, if you're really low on money and you want to get your kids gifts, listen, there's family around you, maybe aunts and uncles, cousins, let them know, you know, hey, I'm having a little bit of trouble, you know, do you mind getting my kid, you know, some gifts for Christmas? And I know it might be hard on you, but maybe give one aunt or, you know, um, some shoe, like, a, you know, whatever shoes. And then like the uncle, hey, can you get my kids t-shirts? And like, you know, just, and, and maybe, you know, some toys here and there. And you know what? You'd be so surprised. You'd be so surprised of how blessed your kids feel. It doesn't have to come from you directly. And I know that as parents, we want to give our kids everything and, and a little something for them to open and you know write them a letter or have a moment with them you know go on a hike with them go you know go sit at the beach with them or at a lake or you know climb trees or whatever you do you know go go to the park and just swing with them and and give them the memories and and give them the blessing it, you know give them the blessing of having them see you happy Oh, that's the biggest thing. We get so caught up emotionally in the this rat race of like, oh, you know, social media pressure and the the stores and Black Friday and like, oh my gosh, deal busters and like door busters or whatever and all these things. And it's like, that's so not even important. You know, it's nice. It is nice, but important. No way. It's not important at all. It really is not important. Like it really, really isn't important, you know? If you're a person who wants to get closer to your faith, you know, gosh, on Christmas Eve and at nighttime, take your take your kids to church and experience that. Let them see how it's Christmas is celebrated and let them see, you know, what it's really about. And I know if you're listening to this, you know, after the new year or some other time in the year, um, that's fine. Just always keep this message in your heart and in your mind and know that the fact that you're alive is a blessing. So the fact that you're here and you get to be with your kid, you know, in your family, give them the gift of your joy give them the gift of your laughter I assure you of all the people that I love so much in my life that I have lost I don't sit here thinking about that present they gave me that Christmas I really don't I I don't I mean, I can name some of the gifts, maybe, you know, but for the most part, I remember their laughter. I remember the jokes they told. I remember the pranks they played on me. I remember the dinners we had together. I remember the trips, you know, to the mountains or, you know, the times at the beach or, you know, whatever those moments were. You know, the times that we just sat and drank cocoa, you know, by the fireplace and just told stories. Like, that is what everyone is going to remember about you, by the way not how many presents were under the Christmas tree and not the specific gifts you got them. Okay, so please, 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 if you're listening to this and you're going through a difficult time right now, you can triumph. You can triumph in this dark season. You can triumph through faith. 
and you can triumph knowing, knowing that you are blessed to have the things that you do have without focusing on what you don't have. And I know that eviction is real and, and disconnections of utilities is real. I know that go to your church, go ask, you know, knock on your neighbor's door and like offer something to them. Like, you know, go on those apps and, you know, if you have a little few things to sell and, and sell those things on the apps, you know, every dollar counts and, and don't have, don't be embarrassed, you know, and by the way, not everybody has to know your problems, but you know, don't be embarrassed to do whatever you have to do within reason, right? You don't want to like sell your soul or like, you know, go become a prostitute or something crazy like that. You don't want to do anything extreme because you don't have to. That's not God's way. You just have to have faith and you have to believe that he's already made a way for you. Okay. And so don't pressure, don't put your, so much pressure on yourself. At the end of the day, I'm telling you the gift of your joy and the gift of your laughter and the gift of your hugs and the gift of your jokes and your the food that you make or whatever it is, that's the blessing. That's what these, that's what your family's going to remember. And so I'm going to leave you with that. Have a triumphant holiday season. Thank you so much for tuning in all of these times. I really, really appreciate you. I look forward to creating a new season of the Rachel Unpacked podcast um, that I'll be uploading to all the podcast channels. Uh, again, once we can figure that technology out, <laughs> I'm still working on it. But in the meantime, look us up, you know, keep subscribe to us on YouTube, or not us, subscribe to me on YouTube um, at Rachel Medina on YouTube or Rachel Unpacked on YouTube. You, you'll see the channel there. Um, and don't forget to follow me on social media, Rachel Medina one one on Instagram and Facebook and follow the show at you know, Rachel Unpacked. Don't forget to comment, share, like, um, and again, I'm just incredibly grateful for each and every one of you that tunes in and that shares and comments and DMs me your thoughts and tells me, um, like the last, last podcast, I got a lot of people, you know, messaging me saying, oh my gosh, how relatable it was. And so, I really um, wish you a blessed holiday season with your friends and your family and a wonderful, prosperous New Year's. I will be back soon.